You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network. That is a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also dive into other nerdy subjects that we all love to frolic about in our free time, including Peter Vera. Batman Book Club is also... On Patreon, if you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, keep those generators running in the Wayne Manor study. Just go to patreon.com slash the Batman BC and join the other patrons who are very, very generously um, also participating on Patreon. So thank you for listening to episode 155, Batman in May, another month in the books, which means I have another recurring voice. You know him around these here parts. Uh, he, You can see our faces on the Batman Book Club youtube channel where we uh have behind the scenes note we have wrapped the road to no man's land but we have one more part to release on the youtube which is uh coming soon he joins us here every month he's our favorite italian andy frolics peter arvera peter hello i want you to ask your dad if he's ever frolicked <laughs> okay <Ask laughs> that could be really that'd be really funny yeah, yeah I, I, wanna, I really I have wanna... no idea what he will say uh, yeah, I'm very interested to hear what uh, <laughs> Mr. Lauer has to say about frolicking. Hey, Dad. So, and I know those say, Dad, Pete wants to know. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does he even know who I am? Huh? My internet no. friend. <laughs> yeah, like, no way. No, we are real friends. We met in real life. We exist. We don't just. We did. We, we, we don't did. pretend that Twitter avatars. is reality. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a real thing. So, um, how you doing, Pete? Uh, I'm good. I'm doing very good. well. How are you? Swell. Um, it's grilling season. It is, it is it is hot it is sunny indiana has had a hot streak in may of actually being summer this doesn't usually happen from beginning to what end are you but in it's the 90s been, uh we're in the upper 80s today we're hitting 90s Good for um you. the next couple of days for sure but nice. i know you i mean you've even sent us pictures i'm pretty sure you've posted on social media that you've already you've kicked open the grill that yeah sucker it's been is fun i've had some cheeseburgers made some ribs uh hot dogs you know good stuff all the uh all the uh, standard grill summer grill classics what is your favorite thing to throw on the grill dinner okay <laughs> fruity pebbles <laughs> do, you, do you grill fruity pebbles speed no you can't grill fruity pebbles <laughs> within reason Damn all right it. fruit loops <laughs> how are they going to stay on the grill what if you glaze do you like grill a, Have you glaze a chicken yeah um i don't oh no i have grilled i don't own a grill um but yeah, I've grilled uh chicken, burgers, you know, the the standard hot dogs. Um with that. I'll get a little crazier eventually, I'm sure. Uh have you ever glazed a chicken with Mountain Dew? No. I've okay. glazed a ham with root beer and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> well then it's not it's not too far out of the realm of possibility then. Substitute no, I mean, for I mean, root beer. Okay. You I could probably this. make some good barbecue sauce with Mountain Dew. It's got Absolutely you could. Here. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. One of these days I'll make it to one of your big uh cookouts. It will happen. Uh and and we can try this, okay? Uh sure, if you find a recipe, I'm sure we have all the ingredients. We just need the soda. I've got the Mountain Dew. <laughs> we yeah, just need the soda. Dew. Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> Pete, I brought 16 cases of Mountain Dew. Do you think that's, that's enough? I, I think we only need like a 2 liter. <laughs> I think we'd be fine with one bottle. Well, I know. You'll you'll have We'll use the two liter on that. I'm drinking the cases of beer. So that's usually that's how, a lot of how that works out. Yeah. But anyways, I still There's have also my beer. You can and have they're white. Beer. So. You can have a beer. Okay. You know what? You're I never. Like, you would like the jungle juice. Yeah. I've had jungle juice before. It's, You'd like the it's jungle yummy. juice. But you know what? Haas has never. He's been to those Tennessee parts where that Mountain Dew uh, alcohol drink was being sold. And he, and I need I need to try that still. There's a Mountain uh, Yeah. Like a. Like a then three different flavors. Last year, but anyways, okay. Uh, this show is not sponsored by Mountain Dew, although it should be. 
Anyway, let's pee. Let's let's pee. Okay. Let's talk Batman comics released in May. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, the first Tuesday in May. This is a good Ooh. month. Uh, the first Tuesday in May was it's Batman number 135. Yeah. Legacy title numbering, number 900. Yeah. So I think they're going the Marvel route with some of these uh, legacy titles and doing like parenthesis and, and stuff like that. None. Like, oh, God, pick a number. Stop being an idiot. Exactly. Uh, just switch. And from here on out now, it's like 901. You should just do that. But anyways, it's a big celebratory issue. Uh, it's one that I, I say every month we kick that one off because it's usually the first Tuesday. It's also the one that I write reviews for on Batman on film. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go first in this issue. And P, I, I think I should go first. You think so? All right, let's no. switch it up. Okay, you go first. <laughs> no, you go first with Batman. I'll go first with the detective. Okay, you want to do that? Yeah, go um, for it. <clears throat> That was a joke, but sure, we'll go for it. Um, <laughs> I really, I really like this issue a lot. Like, I've been really critical of this, but I thought this was really cool. And the the, the timeline stuff was it all kind of started to make sense to me. I mm-hmm. still think it took a little bit too long to get there, but once uh, uh, Zdarsky uh, got there, he kind of achieved his goal. Um, I mean, Jesus, are we in Batmania or what? Like, Keaton's back. He's in <laughs> like, you know, and then He's you everywhere. get some Vitas, you get some Kelly Jones, you get some Arkham. Um, and then you get some Batman Beyond and you get some Nightfall and like, it was like, wow, this covers everything. Dark Knight Returns. Like this is such a, like just a history lesson of Batman in a way that, um, if you're not, honestly, if you're not a seasoned reader, it can, or if you're not a seasoned Batman fan, a lot of it can it probably doesn't hit with you. Cause you don't know yeah. what the hell's going on. There's a, there's a lot of dedication. You have to kind of be there for it, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, a. Uh, it, this is really remarkable. This this singular issue. I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. It's still a bit out there for yeah. my personal Batman taste. But uh, at the end, you get uh, you get Bruce and Tim um, hugging, and because uh, you know Tim's been on the back the back uh, the backup story journey, trying to find Bruce. And then you get to Hobby's favorite page of all time, which he's going to have <laughs> framed and signed by every artist. I'm sure it is. Yeah, like this is going to be like a mural. He's on selling a Prime place. One uh, statue so that he can buy the original art. Of that last yeah. page, and get yeah, it that's the, he's <laughs> Javi will make the uh, the was it he'll take out the loan for the hot toys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> life size replica like that's how much he's gonna love this thing. Good but um, this is very interesting to me. I'm I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, it seems like there's a fruity pebbles Batman for every generation of Batman, and I'm I'm kind of interested. Like I said, this is an interesting concept. It's not really my thing. But I'm going to follow along until uh, it gets bad, which is, uh, you know, that's a story for another book. You're going to follow along because we talk about it every month anyway. Uh, now, whether you buy them or not, that's another discussion. I did but... physically buy this mostly because of Keaton, but I did buy this book. It was very good. Uh, I loved the issue. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was it was a blast. Of course, the the Keaton page. Um, well, not even the full page. It was just the Keaton mm-hmm. drawing itself. Uh, that was ruined um, to me. Thanks, Internet. But outside of that, but I, I didn't see like, damn it. You know, I wasn't like totally angry. And then after reading the issue, I was I was even less bugged because it's like, well, that was just one image. No clue. All of the extras that were also coming after that one image, which I thought was so much fun. And I thought I, in the end, it was just like it was just a lot of fun. I did. I haven't deconstructed it to see if it like. Well, it was just uh, nerd Ryan just enjoying the nerding out with all the Batman stuff, but the story itself doesn't work or anything like that. But it, it I loved it. Uh, just going through. I know there's the next Batman issue. I think is like a Batman and Catwoman crossover story. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know the Zernar, you know, outcome with that at all. And I don't know past. And I know I thought Dawn of DC was on the cover of this issue. It um, it'll it'll okay. conclude. This is, if anything, yes. this is like old school publishing days where they're just like, yeah, the story's out of order. So I just like, I I don't know with any of that. Um, Zdarsky, I think he did good in a sense. This story, honestly, could be. It doesn't disrupt anything. I don't think, uh, because it is no. it, almost like he got zapped a different kind of you know multiverse traveled again through multiverse to see all these Batman timelines. And then he's out of it at the end and can, and then he got his hand back. <laughs> he can go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, when he cut off his hand, I was like, Oh God, what are they doing? 
know. I mean, I can't help but just think of uh and this was, you know, this is over a decade ago, but I think Robert Kirkman had said he he regretted cutting off Rick Grimes' hand so early on because it came like no pun intended and not making fun of it, but it came like a handicapped with the character of things to do with the character because he was like, Ooh. Well, oh yeah, I cut off his hand. Damn it. Um I can't help but think of when something like that happens. Of course, it was a, it was a surprising moment last issue, but also I was like, "Come on, he's that thing's coming back. You can't have a so. <laughs> you can't have a handless uh, Batman." But yeah, this issue was a just kind of a bit of a knockout. So I think when this when this story itself comes out, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the the hardcover when it comes really? out. Yeah, I just I really like this one. It was just so much fun, and and then I, in my review. I think I talked to you about it. I know I talked to Javi about it. I didn't think it was stupid or not, but I tried to uh, call out every version that shows up in this in my review without being too heavy handed with it. And it probably is very blunt. (laughs) It wasn't hidden very well. Um, That was all just a lot of fun. So, yeah, like great issue. Great capper for for this story. The story that I've enjoyed, but I think this was definitely the best issue of the bunch. Yeah. So let's move along. I'm ready. Let's go. Conclusion. Excellent. Batman and the Joker, the deadly duo, number seven. Go ahead. Take it away. Wait, you went first last time. Uh, this is a capper to this story <laughs> by Mark Silvestri, uh, written and drawn by. Uh, I thought this was this one was a good capper, too. Um, a good confrontation at the end, as is, I feel kind of... It wasn't eye-rolly completely, but... It's the end, dot, dot, dot. With comics anymore, yeah. stories are like, what was that? For now. Yeah, and comics anymore, there isn't a the end. Big Ooh. punctuation, it is an ellipsis. So that part, so it, it was like, oh, you know, how long till we see her again? But I like this story. I thought it was so much fun. Uh, I thought it was drawn really well. It, it felt like a good throwback, like a mature throwback story that, yeah, of course, I'll take another another dose that Sylvester has, like, in, you know, a next chapter of this or something. I'm there. It's interesting enough for me to be uh, like you and want another chapter. You know, like, I'm like, OK, this is a very cool story. Like you said, the Batman yeah. Joker stuff was very good. You throw in this corpse bride chick. Um, <laughs> yeah, corpse bride. <laughs> kind of interesting. Um, again, like a little bit more supernatural for my liking for Batman, but uh, the the mystery of it was pretty cool. You know, mm-hmm. the whole like background of, um, you know, the who, the why, and the, the, how it ties into the Joker. Um, but yeah, like it just, the ending was interesting um, just because like, I was like, oh, she's still around and okay, she's going to, it feels like she's going to be, I don't even really know what to call her. I forget her name. I forget um, too. It seems like she'll Corpse kind Bride. Of, yeah, she'll she's just it's a, a Warner Brothers point. property, so you can say Corpse Bride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she just seems like she'll be a focal point of whatever the sequel is. Um, yeah, it seems like this is sort this is kind of a you know an old fashioned Gotham City love triangle between her Batman and the Joker, and uh, we probably haven't seen the last of it. I never looked to see if it sold well. I hope it did, because uh, I again like I think we both mentioned it too, and I'm not the first to say it. I'm sure it felt like a '90s comic book in a way. Um, mm-hmm old school and I, and I really dug that I like that quite a bit so I hope I hope this is you know this is a case of obviously a totally different story but within this world that's been set up in a way um, Sylvester be interested yeah there you go another one is this black label does it say it's black label yeah, yeah it is yes, yes it is okay all right for, so, mature, that's for cool. mature readers mature readers uh Pete one of our favorite games to play on this uh it's been a while since Batman, since Batman the Audio Adventures, uh, mm-hmm. it's back on track. I don't know why the delay between issue number five and issue number six. I think issue five came out in like February. So we've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Um, But it was good to hop back into it for its final, you know, it has two this issue and, I, and then one more um, next month, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Uh, but this was fun. I mean, it was back into this. I had to do like sit and think a little bit about where it was. And I remember these these mm-hmm. dudes in masks going after the sword. And, you know, it came back. Roz is involved. The high, not the highlight, but what I remember the most with this is the croc and baby doll. 
uh, for some reason. Like that has just been that's fresh in my memory. And then when mm-hmm. Penguin and Robin popped back in, I was like, oh yeah, there's this part too. Yep. And Scarecrow's kind of entwined in that. Um, but I think this this is a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it's still fun. I still really like the art and the coloring for this. This is going to be a I, I, unless it's just like a crash and burn finale. I'm going to pick this up when the trade is released because I just I really like the the style and and world. And I don't even think of the audio series, which I haven't caught up on. Um, but it's still it's a fun little universe that it it blends really well of fun yet still serious and a little dark in spots a good like and it's a good mix of the two yeah like it's kind of like a balance of like 66 and btaz in a way like you know like there i kind of yeah. get vibes of either either one here um they're just like it's just like for you for me this is like my batman scooby-doo this yeah. is like my light-hearted enjoyable you know, kind of, let's say, like Hanna Barbera, Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, like those are just the vibes sure. I get from reading this story, and that's why I have so much fun with it because mm-hmm. it's just it's it's accessible, it's easy, it's easy to digest, and it's yeah, the penguin drools a little bit, but it's it's not my preferred version. It's but not black goo. <laughs> yeah, it's you know. In other words, it's like within character, right? <laughs> if you're gonna do it, you know. Remember, it does have reference points now. Now there are multiple ones. Um, but it's just, it's just, it's just like I said, accessible, and you could kind of like fly through it, and it just to me, it's this is like the equivalent of like watching a car- Batman cartoon, and I love mm-hmm. it, and I I love the audio adventures, the the actual podcast itself. I, I beg of you to catch up on that because you're gonna love it. It's so much fun. It's easy listening. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm really big on this. This and like again, like it reminds me of like when I was reading rereading Batman 66. You just mm-hmm. again just having so much fun. Like you know where this kind of Batman leads to. And again, total, total palate cleanse from something like Deadly Duo or yeah. or, or or Batman or whatever the one nine hundred. One nine hundred. Yeah, Batman one nine hundred. Um, so again, just, again, just a nice little, just change of pace. And it's, it, it, it checks off a lot of boxes that I think are necessary to just kind of keep you active and keep you interested. I like what you said of, it's like a palate cleanser from deadly duo because, and that's not meant as a negative it's, Hey, here's another Batman comic book issue issue, but it doesn't feel like, Oh, another Batman comic book. It's like, no, it's everything's every, it's a totally different flavor which it's still its own tastes thing, really good. Yeah. And then Batman's in the bat gyro, which I really liked as well. Um, I w- McFarlane. Hello. Can I get one, please? <laughs> a two bat would be great. Doesn't he listen to you? You're basically a McFarlane uh, shrill. If he, if McFarlane had kids, no. I definitely put them through college. <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. Uh, that wraps up for Batman titles. That first Tuesday. Uh, let's go to the second Tuesday of the month. And at the beginning of this month, the very first episode that I dropped on the Batman Book Club, I got to speak to uh, a deadly duo themselves of Katana Collins and Clay McCormick, the Ooh. the writers of Batman White Knight Presents Generation Joker. Uh, Sean Murphy popped in for a quick like 15 seconds, which was also a nice little surprise. But track that Isn't down a few episodes ago. Uh, it was an awesome great. conversation talking to both of them. Um, I had gotten to read the issue before I talked to them about it, uh, but we mm-hmm. I really wanted to make sure to go completely spoiler free, which we which we did. Uh, and now you and I can talk spoilers. Uh, loved this issue, this first one. I they, they, mm-hmm. We've talked on here before. You and I got, I think when we started the monthlies, it was post curse, right? Maybe post Harley also, but you and I we've gotten to do Beyond the White Knight. We got to do every issue of Beyond the we White Knight. We did Beyond the White Knight and, and Jason Todd. That's right. Uh I I kind of feel like in this world, Murphy can do no wrong. And he's got a story credit here, but the the other two, Clay and Katana, they both, Ooh. you know, Clay did the two Red Hood issues that were like in the intermission of Beyond, and Katana did the Harley Quinn six issue series. Both of those, like, I loved them. I thought they were great. So I kind of feel like White Knight can do no wrong. And this is a good test in a sense because it's following the two the two children. Uh, it's a road trip, 
of how Joker yet again, it's almost the, the trippiest thing of all of this is how Joker's still involved. Uh, Batman slash Bruce is, you know, he pops into this issue as well. And then I thought the, the punctuation mark at the end, I thought was, was fun because it's usually a version of that character that I'm never really, you know, just w- chomping at the bit waiting for. Mm-hmm. And, but also when this one popped up, it was like a cool reveal and cliffhanger mm-hmm. waiting for like, okay, let's see where, where this goes and totally ties into um, like instantly thinks makes you think of relating to curse of the white knight. Yeah. Let me tell you. I was gonna say, right. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell this, me. I might actually like the side stories more than the main Ooh. White Knight stories. Do tell. Between this, Jason Todd, Harley, like that's some of the most creative Batman content I've ever read. Nice. This, Murphy and company might be the most creative people to ever touch Batman ever since he shot Jack in the head. He has completely blown my mind. <laughs> I'm not a big curse guy. I don't yeah. like curse is probably the one I like the least white Knights. Fantastic. Beyond's fantastic. The three side stories are brilliant. So far, this is off to a fantastic start. I, I did not know what I was getting into um, by issues. end, my jaw was on the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm totally invested in the Murphy verse. Yeah. And they, again, he does things like I remember when we found out that it was Jason Todd ahead of, uh, of Grayson, we all kind of questioned it, but this is some of the best Batman stuff I've ever read. And, and, that's and, this, and yeah, and this generation joke, it's just, it's very creative. Yeah. Like you said, how they're still able to incorporate Joker. And I like how we're, you know, I liked how we got to see uh, what's her name, Robin. She's, she's a nice character. I'm glad she got to, we got to see more of her. I forgot gone. her name. A G A N. I don't know great. if it's gone or Gan. Um, but I think I, I like just her. got a gone. I like Clay her. Said it too, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. into this. I can't wait to see where this goes. Because this is just so trippy, in my opinion. This is just like this. This is like some cracked up stuff. I can't wait to read it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just, I'm into it, it was, man. It was fun. I read it. I read it twice. Uh, I didn't think I was going to be into this. I'm really into this. I wasn't like hesitant per se. It was just almost like with Beyond, and I, and I'd said to uh, to them earlier this month of like sci-fi and anime they're kind of not i have nothing against them i know they have massive audiences but they're not my go-to genres i'm like a little like eh, maybe i'll pass and i'm not the biggest beyond fan i do like it but i don't like love it and i was like oh, those are three ingredients you know coming into batman you know beyond the white knight but Ooh. and i read it and i loved this the series uh stay yeah. tuned next month and I love how then, they all mimic Murphy's art, by the way. Then he, then here, like the the vibe is a little bit almost like sci-fi and anime, and it's following Joker's two kids. You know, you could almost think there's some hesitancy, but I didn't have any here because I'm like, well, I've established now that they can do no wrong with this world and the decisions they make. I mean, and then, that yeah, whole this like, issue love great. triangle <laughs> of Bruce, Harley, Joker is still insane in itself. It the is. kids part talking to their hologram father is totally fine for me. I I still can't get past the love triangle. So like, this is nothing. <laughs> then nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> just, I was totally, I was like, whoa, they did this. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, wait a second. Bruce is dating Harley. What's going on? <laughs> but wait but it's but it's jack inside of bruce yeah it's imagine, so, yeah. imagine all of us if our body was bruce wayne's body what would we do <laughs> um push-ups, push-ups drink, yeah drink green drinks <laughs> so yeah i mean strap in good first chapter you know five more to go really captivating stuff. excited really yeah. yeah good stuff i uh, um I love the Harley stuff the most, to be honest. Like that's really fun for me. Yeah, the I just Harley reread, reread White Knight, I buy that hardcover. Curse, and uh, the Harley Quinn tie-in. I I, um, I think he's overdue for an absolute it. edition. Come on, DC people will buy it. I wonder how you yeah. break that up though. I think you could probably do well. How many issues is is each arc? Because there's, Eight. I think you. I think you'd sell each as an absolute, and then you could probably put like I don't know. Would you combine the side stories in a way? Three Jokers. Excuse me. 
the three jokers i mean that's going to be an absolute it's like 220 pages i think mm-hmm. one one Telling of the main short. white white Your knight one. stories is eight issues with Wasn't some one like one. so how many issues is your one that's not a lot no but it did something fun with that and did the well, they gave you the newsprint and then the, yeah. the new one they included but they could still do stuff like that i'd be down to the den and stuff like that like oh we like, printed this old school you know i'd be like i'd be down for that hey i feel like he's very he has a lot of content like extra content that he could throw into um I don't know. I'm all, I'm all for it. Give us an absolute. I would love it. Yeah, give Ryan um, a reason to buy a hard card. Then I'm there. Um, yeah, great start. <laughs> in in short, uh, great start. We like it. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, Uxus. Oh. Uxus. Next up, the Batman and Scooby Doo Mysteries number eight. Pete, did you read this one? I I did not. I did not get a chance to get this one in. I didn't get it. Okay, in. this one's all right. Uh, a twist in a sense. It's almost like there's another mystery ink gang that batman's working with so Uh-oh. the original mystery ink gang comes and they get a little bit jealous and very curious like why is batman choosing them over us of course shaggy and scooby are like hey we're good and they want to bail uh and then it all comes together at the very end um uh, it's fun it's more i don't want to say more of the same and in, in like a negative but by now you know what you're getting when you get the series i think as long mm-hmm. as it maintains that level of uh, I guess like innocence and you know fun of the two worlds and doing the characters justice. That's kind of all you should really expect, and there, it didn't deter from that at all. It was good. Will you let me know when Scrappy shows up? I'll be interested. I, I will, and hopefully it's never, unless he shows up to get beheaded. Ooh, I can't believe you hate Scrappy do that much. You're so it's so yeah, mean. he sucks. He's great. He's one of my favorites. Bring in Scooby Dumb before Scrappy. Scrappy and Red Herring, two of my favorite characters. Red herring would be good on the grill. I'm kidding. Anyways, red, red herring. <laughs> it's just got dark. Uh, you can have the crack at the next one. Batman: The Adventures Continue, Season Three, Number Five. The conclusion to this arc. Go, Pete. Yeah, this is just this story has been kind of meh for me. Um, yeah, th- I don't think this is the best one they've done between Deany and Burnett. Um, it's serviceable. It's not horrible. You know, there's other books that we'll talk about that are absolutely dreadful. Um, but this is, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. It's just not, I just haven't been into this whole Joker straight man story really. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, we will, uh, we'll, you know, is this the end? This isn't the end, is it? There's, it's supposed to be, uh, two more issues, I believe. Okay. But that was the end of the story. Um, I wasn't sure. And I hope that they're two standalone issues. I I don't need a two issue arc. I'd like, you know, let's go one and a one and done deal to wrap this. The cover for this book is awesome, though. That's probably the best thing about the book, in my opinion. Because it's got King Shark on it. Ah, King Shark, Harley, Katana, Boomerang, the the Boomerang, Batman, Robin, Batgirl look great. It's just an awesome. It's just an awesome cover, to be honest with you. It includes a lot. I thought this issue was was all right. I thought this arc is. I don't think they've had yet. So this is you know season three of Adventures Continue and. I don't think they've had a a story that sucked or anything. No, but this is towards the bottom of like my least favorite of all of them that I've read. I can't think of another one that instantly pops up in my head. Maybe the, I forget his name. What were the jazz, the jazz story? I didn't mind that that one. I was like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, but it's definitely in line. We're just like, okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's just a little bit, probably a little bit more of a bummer because it's the Joker and not some random yeah, one from the fifties. <laughs> it's not like jazz man. Um, so it was fine. We'll see where jazz next size? month. I haven't. I'm just wondering. Jazzercise. Oh my gosh, that's that's a Jim Carrey. Oh, that's the Grinch. As the Grinch, he says jazzercise. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> it's all connected because uh, he was a Riddler. It's all connected. Uh, ooh, sis. I'm going to be gracious again, and I think because I want to hear your thoughts. On the 16th, the a new sort of anthology series, Batman, The Brave and the Bold, number one, kicked off. And within this first issue, there's the main story, Batman, The Winning Card, part one, written by Tom King, art and colors by Mitch Garrods. And then the last, like a shorter story at the very end, Heroes of Tomorrow, 
with story and art by Dan Mora. We're big fans of Dan Mora. Um, P, I'll let you kick it off first for this issue. Yeah, like, first of all, just change the title of the book. It's The Brave of the Bold. You put Batman on there to sell books. It's kind of yep. misleading. Um, the Tom King story is really good. Uh, I, I enjoyed that. It was it was it was kind of crazy, um, and, but it's it's it feels like a vintage King uh, story. Um, I did not like the second story with Bones. Uh, I usually like Bones, but once I saw Ghostmaker, I tuned out. Uh, the Superman story was good. Okay. I enjoyed that. I, I especially enjoyed the artwork. I thought it was really great. And then uh, there was some. I thought there was some fun Lois and Clark interaction there. Um, uh, Dan Moore's story was interesting. Um, I'm not sure if this. I'm assuming this takes place as a continuation of future state stuff. Um, it was okay uh, for eight bucks and two stories. I just, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I'll finish the Tom King story and I'll see where it lands, but I don't know if this is going to turn into another urban legends. I have to be gotcha. really honest. I'm, I wondered that as well. Um, I was going to read it for sure because the creative team for the first story I loved the first story. I thought it was it was dark. It was unsettling. You know, the time period of it taking place was basically year one. Um, because it even says Gotham City, year one. Um and it, you know, ties into that, and it's just like Joker, how he's like him around that child and stuff too. It's very like, hmm. Hmm. This is I, I don't know. It's you wondered if this was a cat playing with its food or if he's, you know, really nothing's going to happen. I don't know. But I, I thought the art was was really good. It was unsettling the story itself. Um, the only flag I had a little bit was almost how Batman was with that guy at the beginning. And not through like he's on the train tracks and Batman is just letting him until the last second that almost feels a little too brutal for Batman getting too close for like threatening with death to get an answer. But then this is also year one before he's completely, you know, he has a lot to learn is very that early of Batman. Um, But otherwise everything else of that story, I thought like I did, I just thought it was great. Yeah. The title is what really pisses me off. Because it's just this book is just the brave and the bold. Like, yeah, I, I, I would be I would be stubborn enough to be like, you're trying to just steal my money now. <laughs> like, I'm more pissed off that you tried to pull fast and over me than anything else. Well, I'm with you in the sense of we'll see after. After because I felt like urban legend story had Batman's cast of characters in it, you know, like, yes, it is Batman related. Yeah, this seemed like. Not. Because there's half of the book isn't about Batman. One's a super story. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is just a brave and a bold book. And sometimes yeah. those stories are good, you know. But that's like I said, like it's not the point. <laughs> sometimes, but sometimes when you take when you take characters like Batman and make them more fantastical, it kind of ruins it for me a little bit. I don't mind like when Superman or Green Lantern or something like that is out there. Like I think that that has a little bit more leeway to go way out there. Yeah, but like we'll talk about this in the Nightwing book. Like there are times in Nightwing, like Tom Taylor, I'm like, oh god, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I liked. I didn't read the two middle stories. I want to read the Superman one. I didn't even know in the Stormwatch one. So I didn't know this, that Ghostmaker's in it. Yeah, that's an easy pass for me. And I saw Heroes... Ghostmaker. I was like, oh, I was like, even Rose can't make me hang around for this. Um, Heroes of Tomorrow. I'm with you on like that was an interesting story. It was like it was drawn wonderfully. Uh, I thought I got. I thought it was good. I kind of don't remember specifics on what happened right now, which I think is a little telling, but also you and I read a lot every month. So my memory is not great as it is, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know how many parts this Batman story is either, you know? Um, so I got strap in. We'll see. Uh, moving on. Also that Tuesday, Batman, Superman world's finest number 15. An arc that has won me over on the book uh, continues to be, I don't know, um, it's a little fantastical, I'd say. This one gets really out there. This is definitely one of those issues where I'm like, oh, God, what's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah, and where, 
I don't, I didn't hate it or anything like that. It was just kind of like, oh man, two issues ago, I told you of like, this is my favorite issue of this whole, this whole series, this issue. It, it just, it does go out there. It goes there. Big Batman gets a bat suit from the metal men basically. And like, I don't know. It's, eh, uh, eh. <laughs> it's like, eh, eh, eh. But it's it's fun too, which is kind of like a, so I didn't a have cool a terrible DC time. comics like Rump, you know, like yeah. a lot of people are involved. You get the Metal Men, um, Metamorpho, obviously, uh, you know, Stag, other villains pop up, and then you have this new villain, this Mazo thing, uh, New Mozo, right? What do they call it? <laughs> like, Ultra Mozo, Ultra Mozo, or something. Something. yeah. So like it's. You know, but once Batman puts, <laughs> once Superman's wearing a metamorpho made a, me, a suit of metamorpho, and Batman is wearing the Metal Men, I'm yeah. like, man, Mark Wade, you are going. This is like the end of your Flash stuff. You're going. He's having a good time, there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you are having a. You are. You're like, I'm the DC Vault. What else can I pull out of thin air here? Yeah. So it was just very interesting. If you love DC lore and everything, then this is a story for you. But um, it's fun. It's enjoyable. A little bit far out there for me. Um. Interested to see what goes on with Robin. Yeah. Robin had a nice little cliffhanger at the end of there. I wonder uh, when that is it a door? Is it a hologram? What's going to go on there? Is he going to turn into a bat missile? Like what's going on? Yeah. I'm interested. I want to see what happens to Robin. So it's kind of like, I like uh, Coca-Cola. I like Mountain Dew, but I'm drinking Mountain Dew and there's an accidental shot of Coca-Cola in there. I get put off a little bit because I'm like, whoa, I'm drinking Mountain Dew and I got to taste the Coke. And I like Coke, but I'm drinking Mountain Dew. Okay. When I'm reading my Batman, and then all of a sudden, you've just got all this extra shit that just goes popping in, <laughs> not expecting. It's a little off-putting where I'm like, well, I mean, it surprises are good, but I, I was hoping for just like... <laughs> I know what the story has been at this point, and then they just threw in all this other extra stuff. And so, like... I don't know. It just depends on my mood. Sometimes I'll enjoy it more than others. And this this time around, I thought it was fine. It was okay. Didn't love it. it. Definitely didn't hate it, but not bad. It's not bad by any means. Yeah. And I know there's probably like there's some fans of it that read it and just like, oh, man, I loved it. Good for you. I'm glad you're glad you like it. Um, I'm the grounded, gritty stuff. It's like I'm I'm getting that. I've gotten that this month with the deadly duo. A complete Batman story in the audio. Well, let's not act like that's issue. really so grounded. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Let's go with gritty, grounded. dark and gritty. We'll go with that. Dark and gritty. Yeah, is there any grounded Batman stuff going on in comics right now? Like, you know, I guess in terms of what it is. Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries, the most grounded Batman team. Is it? No. Batman's got seven <laughs> sidekicks now. And Bill's like, no! No oh, sidekicks, man. they're all dead! <laughs> Uh, shocking this month there was a Tuesday there were no Batman comics released that's okay so then we'll jump to the 30th where they doubled down and released Detective Comics number 1072 Pete um, you gotta go first surprisingly I didn't like I didn't hate this issue that makes one of us I don't think I've flat out hated an (laughs) issue of this arc I've just been very like bored and just kind of like more so reading just to get it over with uh this this issue was all right i think it doesn't have as many ties to the other stuff but also like it fits into the grander scheme but also i kind of just have lost caring about what the grand scheme is so it was just like it was a fine issue to me and i was done with it thought that was fine and then moved on. I've said too many things about this detective comics run that I'm just not really a big fan. Nobody needs to hear me continue to go on and on about it. So that's where I end. Pete, take it away. Did you read my review? I'll you be bet off. I did. What'd you think? Was <laughs> too harsh? Because I think this book sucks. <laughs> this thing is this thing is not good in my opinion. It's it's filled with nothing. Um, I can't keep praising tactical elements of Batman over and over again. Um, nothing's changed. No, it's, it's just so hollow. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. Who's, yeah. who is this gold Fox man? 
what is this werewolf? I, like, what is literally what is going on? <laughs> Someone explain it to me. Paul Herman, tell me what's going on because I know you love this crap. Paul what will is, tell you what's going. What's on. happening in this in this story? I don't know. He thinks that we're crazy because we don't. The last time I checked, wasn't there some redhead guy trying to buy Arkham? Like what? Where? There's no progression. It's just like things happen. Like this is bad storytelling. I feel bad for V because he's a good writer. I don't know what he's doing. There are people that enjoy this backup story. I was like, duh, nope. The. They're fans of this, and God bless them. And I'm glad that they're getting something. I, 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 don't I envy. It. I, I don't. I, wish... I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I, I I'd rather like the story, but I I don't. So, sorry. This is the series you're so covering on BOF, and that <laughs> it's probably tough to write because you. I've been there, reviewing yeah. stuff that you don't like, and I'm just and then you have to continue on writing stuff you don't. Like. I was like, but I just I don't like. I this. was like, you I'm know what? I've been fan. nice for like four reviews in a row. <laughs> Like, I'm just gonna let loose a little bit here. Like, I'm not happy. In context, I know how you felt of previous issues, and you're and I told you I was like, man, your reviews actually like are very nice considering how I think that you really feel in the book. And then that went out the window for this issue. <laughs> yeah, I just I, enough's enough. Yeah, <laughs> enough was enough. All right. Well, that wraps up for the uh, Batman on a high note, right? Uh, Batman centric issues of the month. So now we know it's time to wrap it up with Batman. Always want to kick it off. Subject. What? I wouldn't I read these Batman. if I hate. You, d- um, you hate read them. No, not at all. Uh, Joker, the man who stopped <laughs> laughing. No Bermejo variant cover this month. That was a little sad. Uh, but it picks up next month because he's he's got one for next issue. But when he can't get Lever Mayo, Francesco Matino, that's a good one to go with. So that's what I grabbed. But I mean, Matthew Rosenberg, um, Gio Domenico, Carmen Dia, Gia Domenico, artist. Uh, great combination. Story continues to be fun, darkly twisted, but being like a lighter side of dark, darkly twisted. Uh, it's just it's just a lot of fun. I don't know how many issues this this series is going for. Um, so I'm just kind of curious on that Ooh. because I feel like a story can definitely be feel much more focused if they do have an end in sight as opposed to well it's ongoing we don't know how many issues. Uh, but yeah, more just I don't know more Katana versus Joker here, which I think was Man-Hunter? was fun bringing Killer Moth. <laughs> Manhunter, not Katana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bringing Killer Moth. Um, Killer Croc. Was... <laughs> Barbara. Yeah. Killer Croc, which is great. And then Barbara does something to help get Jason freed. Mm. Uh, it's just like a bunch of cool, fun elements. Fun Joker story. This story really embodies everything that is the Joker. Like, I don't know who the real Joker is. Yeah. But, like, I read this and I'm like, this is exactly the type of personality, person, ego, absurdity, insanity, everything that is inside the Joker. Like, this is what I think of. Um, Rosenberg is a genius. Mm-hmm. The man could do no wrong. The backup story is great. Yes. It's just as entertaining. Frank Villa is back on the backup, too, which is really yeah. nice. Uh, I enjoyed the Green Lantern parts and everything, the blowing of it. It, just, it was just. It's fun seeing the Joker get what he wants and still kind of like, you know, <laughs> still, he's still getting dumped on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, which is, you know, you never really see that. You kind of see the Joker is like, in you know, the big man on campus. You know, mm-hmm. you never see the other villains kind of go after him, really. Um, so it's a nice little change of pace. It kind of I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it devalues the Joker as much as it kind of it, it it's kind of like when like they depowered Superman a little bit, you know, like. You know, you, you kind of need the other villains to kind of go at him because then that creates a good conflict. You know, um, that's that's how I took it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just between these two stories, I'm like, geez, can can we get Rosenberg to just write everything, <laughs> please? Let's give you know, let him off the leash to just kind of do what he wants because he does some twisted things that are like a lot of fun. Ooh. I think, and I'm and I'm all for that with comics. Sure, why not? Um, also that 
earlier this month, that same Tuesday was Poison Ivy number 12. Um, another book that I told you, I'm like, it's a pretty simple read. And I think that's why I just keep reading it. Uh, some of the art early on, I got a little lost in of, I didn't know what it's trying. Like, ah, this just seems really messy and I don't like it. But then it took, the story took a, a turn that got me back to being invested um, in the direction that it's heading, that I'm going to continue reading this. And I think that this is a entertaining enough comic book series and it continues to be so. Yeah. I, I really like this because it really shows Ivy on her own, really. Like usually it's Ivy and Harley together. And I know we get that by issues and we're, or we're getting that by issues. And yeah. like they allude to it. Like it's coming, but it's cool to see Ivy on the road doing her thing, you know, whatever. And, uh, the argument really take me. I thought it was kind of interesting, like how they interpreted like this whole like plant virus type, you know, mutation thing. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think this is a very interesting um story, and I'm looking forward to see what Willow Wilson can do with uh with Harley and Ivy because her solo Ivy stuff is very cool. Like usually, like. It's just cool because you know there's not many solo Ivy stories. Last time we got there was by Amy Chu, and that was that was years ago. So it's cool when Ivy gets her own book, and I I like this. This seems a little bit more up my taste of what Ivy is. I kind of like Ivy a little bit more. Uh, like yeah. rogue, you know, she's mm-hmm. not you know she's she's got she's kind of like a Catwoman character. She's not really out there, uh, doing stuff just to do stuff. There's kind of like a reason, you know. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm, I'm all for. I don't know. I'm all for, it, obviously. But yeah, if she's back in Gotham now and reunited with Harley at the end, so it is like okay. So they're gonna, is it gonna be Harley and Ivy, or Harley pops in here or there? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But it's it's a good spot to get you like wraps up another kind of arc. We're getting ready to start a new one, and I'm I care enough to follow and see uh, where it goes. Um. It's kind of out of order, but I mean, I'll wrap up with the Nightwing 104 because that kind of leans into the next one after that. But eh, I didn't like this arc. I'm glad it's over. I was bored with it, read it out of necessity because I knew that it was the finale. Um, It's the first arc in this Nightwing series since uh, Tom Taylor's taken over that I just I didn't like. So it's because it's the Titans book. Exactly. But fun twist on that, Titans number one launched this month, written by Tom Taylor. And I like that issue. <laughs> I thought it was, I actually thought Titans was better than Nightwing. Oh, I thought it was loads better. I thought uh, the Nightwing one felt like a forced um, teaser for Titans. And the Titans issue itself, I thought was kind of hit, you know, no pun intended, like hit the ground running uh, with an interesting event and then sped through all 20 whatever pages set it up really nicely had a like interesting character moments interesting hints at what's probably to come a surprise character that many of us know now maybe didn't know prior to january 2022 uh nope earlier than that august 2021 (laughs) um yeah titans was i i liked that one a lot and then nightwing's gonna kick off with the new arc next month which hopefully is just solo nightwing you know, been what it has been prior to this arc of like him and Barbara and Bitewing, and I'm good with that. So that wraps up my Batman and Friends. What do you got, Pete? Yeah, I think the best thing about this Nightwing book is how they tried to blend arrows of Nightwing's costume into this Super Nightwing, which I hated. Super Wing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I didn't like that. This is a Titan story, but it's like you said. I thought Titans was the better book. I probably won't be buying Titans. That story, while interesting, is just it's a little. It's not my thing. I don't know. But, yeah. If I'm going to do some cost cutting, I'm afraid Titans is going to have to miss, make uh, make the cut. Yeah. Um. Uh. The backup story I really liked. I thought it was poorly drawn, though. Uh, of this book, I actually preferred it. Um. But yeah, like there's just parts of like, I don't know, like uh, John Kent kind of looks like that uh, Stranger Kid, Stranger Things kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's just not a good drawn uh, story at times, but um, I thought it was written really well, and uh, it was cool seeing Nightwing in a circus environment again, and you know, uh, kind of be the mentor to John Kent, 
Uh, but yeah, so we'll see. I, I'm more interested again uh, next week's Nightwing or next month's Nightwing than I am this. Is, I'm with you. I didn't really like the story. It seemed like a backdoor pilot to Titans. And yeah. uh, if you know, if you like that, if you like this, then you like that type deal. So I'm yeah, still not. But um, I thought what um, you got. What do I got? Um, and there are two Harley Quinn books uh, like we keep talking about. Harley Quinn and then Harley screws up the DC universe. Uh, Harley Quinn 30, I thought was really bad. I did not enjoy that. So I'm going to skip that one. Harley Quinn screws up the DC universe is a awesome romp. Harley basically goes around right now. Uh, she is kind of responsible for the, uh, she basically takes Superman's rocket, saves herself and Superman dies in Krypton. So she goes around. She's <laughs> she killing the DC universe. Right. She's literally screwing up the DC universe and it's actually really fun. Um, and it's really enjoyable. She kills Barry Allen too. Like she's, oh, she's shit. really mistakenly going around killing the justice league <laughs> in different parts of the era. So it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Starro's involved and there's two Harleys in this book. This is the better Harley book. Um, Who's that one written by? It, it, this one is written by, I believe it's, is it Frank Terreri? Who is, uh, uh, yeah. Frank Terreri, uh, Terry. I forget his name. T I E R I. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Terry, but Frank he's, T. He, Frank T. He he's writing it. That's good. He's written some Harley Quinn. So he's uh. Is, he, he, is he, Stephanie still on the main Harley? Book? No, it's actually written by Teeny Howard, who okay. I uh, I actually like her Catwoman. As bad as her Harley Quinn is, her Catwoman's fantastic. I really think you guys should all be checking out this book. Uh, lots of it. There's a there's a nice little anime mix to the artwork really here that I'm digging a lot. Um, lots of gang violence, lots of gang fights. Uh, Catwoman's out of jail. Um, now she's teaming up with um, her buddy who just was kind of like filling the void, but she doesn't want to, you know, she's kind of like, oh man, what's her name? I can't remember it. Uh, I, I think it's Aoki. Um, but Aoki's kind of like her huntress where she doesn't want, she's like, oh, she, you know, where she's like, Batman, I'm not your Robin. She's like, I'm not, your, you know, even though I look like a cat, I'm not, I'm not your cat apprentice, you know, type deal. So that's really cool stuff, but they work well together. And then Catwoman just, again, she's training, uh, Tom Cat, who, which, who is the mafia boss's son, who is kind of like defected. So it's a lot of real cool stuff going on in Alleytown. So if you guys want a really cool Catwoman story, check out Catwoman 55. Batgirls 18. I thought Batgirls was canceled was going to be canceled after 18, but apparently it's got another issue. Oh, okay. uh, this is really cool. Uh, snipers in Gotham demanding the Batgirls turn in their identities or people are going to die, which is, you know, a generic enough story, but there's some really great Barbara elements with the Batgirls, some really good Batman elements with the Batgirls where you see kind of a softer side of Batman, not really a whole Batman, but he actually says he's proud of Stephanie and Cassandra. So there's some cool Batman stuff in there. Um, Justice Society of America number four. Batman makes it into this issue. He's not dead. Helena Wayne confronts a version of her father. Um, written by. This is really cool. Written by the goat, the goat, Jeff Johns. There you go. So, again, this is really cool stuff. Uh, there's a Power Girl one shot coming out of this, but Helena Wayne is uh, the star of the issue. Um, the Justice Society is dying all over the multiverse. And uh, finally, she meets up with a Batman to. Uh, to figure out what's going on. So that's really cool. Uh, so if you like golden age stuff, I highly recommend that. So the only real negative books are detective and Harley Quinn. So don't buy those things because they suck. There you, if go. you did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless you liked them, then good for you. Yeah. Well, if you like them, then it's good for you. But like, you know, this is a... definitely, they're definitely not going to help your uh, retirement fund. Is this a sign of things to come that this was a light month for us with bat like Batman centric? because nice. I, I was I wondering about that off. it's dawn of you know dawn of dc launching and you know other heroes which you know it got me to read i read the green green lantern number one by uh very good jeremy adams and zermanico zermanico well both of those guys worked on the flashpoint beyond book and zermanico's mm-hmm. art is fantastic but i read that green lantern issue and then i read the shazam number one to mark waden and dan mora so i mean i'm not saying less batman comics but just make sure what you're putting out is quality stuff if i can um, get a really good you, shazam book over a bad batman book i'll take it yeah exactly i don't i don't want bad batman content released and yeah i mean and those so now because the i don't know maybe the focus is like let's do the dc universe and not batman comics and then some others okay. um yeah i'm okay with that um overall good month of comics but not like great 
there were some heavy hitters that were fantastic. Pete, what was your favorite book of the month? I haven't asked you that in a long time. Ooh, favorite book of the month? I got to go. Oh, man. I'm going to go Generation Joker. Boom. My man. Mine too. Yeah, that was really good. That was really good. It was either, it was, either, it was Joker. It was your Generation Joker or Man Who Stopped Laughing. Those two are really good. Yeah. I mean, mine, a lot is always put into like number ones of issues, just like pilots for a TV series. They're going to put all they can into that first one because that's going to get you hooked. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's where Generation Joker has an advantage, but also it's like it's the White Knight. It's a White Knight universe book and all those just worked for me. So, uh, yeah, I I liked that one a lot. That was probably it. And then probably right on the right on the heels of that would have been actually that first story in uh, Brave and the Bold. Um, yeah, Brave and I the liked, Bold I that one a lot. What it is. Yeah. But it was good. Um, that's all I got, Pete. That's Thanks it. for coming so back for it? another monthly wrap-up. Yeah. You did the work. We got it in. Oh. Um, May 31st, this, this beast is dropping. We made it happen. So let's do it again next month. Wow. Well, next time we do a... Doubt. The next time we do a a wrap-up episode. You want to plan it out? We will have seen Michael Keaton return as Batman. Isn't that crazy? Wrap your head around that. So we saw him. This was our little appetizer, seeing that in the comics. And now Dude, he's, it's still he's nuts back. to me that he's coming back. Like, I feel I, like I'm just... Like, so you want to get nuts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I okay. want to get nuts. I just <laughs> feel right. so lucky. I just... Do, like, did you ever think anything like this would ever happen? No. Actually yeah. listening to a podcast from a few years ago. So before this was known at all. And there was like talks of Michael Keaton before when he played Batman. And if Michael Keaton would ever again be Batman, then this or this or Michael Keaton, he could he could totally be like Bruce Wayne from Batman Beyond, you know, that, talking about that stuff again and everything. And and it's like, oh, uh, well, we didn't know then that we know now. Oh, fantastic. How young and naive we were. Yeah. So there you go. Pete, why don't you go ahead and just uh, plug away? Uh, you can follow me on social media. 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 That's a new That's a new social platform. Oh follow me on social media. <laughs> social media. It sounds like a bad thing. Um, anyway, uh, cousin. You said it, not me. I did. So. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, uh, Zack Snyder's favorite platform, Vero. At PD Illustrated, you go follow my news-based podcast I do with the champion of Long Island, Eric Holzman, at straight at straight underscore O underscore G. That's at straight out of Gotham. Uh, you can join our Facebook group and our Facebook fan page. Um, you could follow the Italian Spider-Man Coalition. I do have Nicholas and Nico Caruso. That's fun too. At Italians for Spidey on Twitter. At Team Yellow Oval because Keaton's back. I'm all over BatmanOnFilm.com and Batman on Film YouTube. And uh, check out my Instagram because I run the largest Hasbula fan account in the uh, in the United States. We're just gonna take it that far. That's it. I'm taking over the country with uh, with all my little uh, Hasbula videos on the internet. So enjoy that stuff. Have fun with it, and, uh, and you know, Dagestan out. Yep, there's a little Uxus calling. Do you hear that? Uxus. There he goes. Uh, there is your your massive following on Instagram is for is maybe even more shocking than Keaton returning as Batman. You think so? Because that number just keeps growing, like every day. It's it's, it's pretty, pretty ridiculous. Insane. It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> it's insane, but well done. Uh, as for the Batman Book Club, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, and sometimes even some giveaways. giveaways. Make sure to subscribe to the Batman Book Club YouTube channel where Pete and I um, are. We have we have returned uh, to the road to no man's land, wrapping that beast up. So make sure to check that out. If you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100% A-OK. But the easiest, quickest and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show wherever you listen to it. On podcasts, so Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, Uxus Radio, Radio. Uxus Radio, yes. Um, Galactus FM, <laughs> Galactus AM. <laughs> there you go. Uh, just go to the rate and review page and rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. So, for Peter Rivera, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, read my panic. Comics. <laughs>